1: Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This week I'm joined by Daniel Kruper. Hello. Chris Alright. And Richard Bearpark. Hello, hello. Rich, you are back from Paris, aren't you?
0: Yes, I am. Why Bonjour. were you there? Uh, I went to go see Beyond Two Souls. Beyond. Beyond. C- can we not, like... <laughs> it's not our thing. Uh,
1: okay. So, what did it say? So say again. Beyond Two Souls. Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, tell us a
0: little bit about that. Okay, so Beyond Two Souls Beyond. is god's sake is uh david cage's new game yeah it's very similar to heavy rain but um heavy
1: rain-esque some would say
0: yes i I would go with heavy rain-esque it's very heavy rain-esque control systems are pretty similar um and it seems like it's got a really cool story so it spans over 15 years focusing on two characters jody who you play when she's eight years old um for 15 years and the uh ghostly character of Aiden, as well. Aiden? Yes. Aiden. 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 Aiden or Aiden? See, I don't know. Cause was
1: he saying it? He might have been French. Uh, Aiden. Aiden. Maybe
0: he was just saying, I <laughs> don't know. But, uh, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, very good. Uh, it's
1: a rubbish title, isn't it? Though? Like, It's nothing beyond, colon, Two Souls is just a bit... I don't really know what the heck it's about. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's,
0: you're playing Two Souls. But beyond, what's that got to do with it? Just two souls. I guess I don't so. know. Maybe it's going beyond two souls. <laughs> I'm not too sure, but I really like it. I got to play it for a little bit. And I thought, um well, I was actually getting quite engrossed in it, personally. Um we only what? got to play one uh one little scene which lasted about thirty minutes. What did you so. like about it? I like that it felt quite like a movie. Like a movie. Like a movie.
1: Like a film you see at the pictures. Yeah.
0: What kind of movie, Rich? I would say it's kind of experimental psychological thriller-ish. Okay. What do
1: you mean by experimental?
0: I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of sounded right.
1: Okay. It's quite supernatural as well, isn't it? So Aidan's a ghost. Is he a ghost? Or he's, a spirit? Or He's
0: not really anything. He's just an entity. Although David Cage did refer to him as a ghost sometimes. when Is we he interviewed a, him. a ghost? But he is—he's just an entity. And he's attached to Jody via like a cord. So imagine like a really long so very balloon. Like, so very yeah. much,
1: very much—it's like um, Banjo Kazooie <laughs> or Golden <laughs> Compass. Golden, Golden Compass. compass. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a, I think it's a little Never bit more it. in depth.
1: <laughs> you saying Banjo Kazooie is not in depth? <laughs> is it like Chucky? Not that you know what Chucky is. <laughs> you might know what Chucky is. I don't, I know, I know, I what don't know what is. Chucky is. where oh. is Chucky? It's a
2: it's a book, book from the sixties, and it was a TV show from about nineteen eighty two, kids' TV show about a weird alien spirit that. Chucky. Well, that kid part was born in
1: two thousand and four, so he's not going to remember that.
2: <laughs> yeah. is but it? I was quite, It was kind of directed to you, Alex. I don't remember it. Mm, frightened the shit out of me. Yeah. So when's that? When's what are you doing with that footage, Rich?
0: Uh, so we've got a video preview going up over the weekend, over Easter weekend. Awesome. Which is cool. It I, I mean, even though I did it myself, I really like it. Can I oh. say that? You can, you You can. You'd be proud of your work. I'm proud of my work. So I hope, I hope you guys watch that on Easter Sunday. You know,
1: appropriate. Mm.
0: Yeah, Um, and we also did a couple of interviews out of it. Mm. We had uh, Lucy out in IGN Australia. She was also in Paris, and she did a conversation piece with Keza and David Cage, uh, which went up last week. So you'll be able to find that on the site. Cool. Something to look forward to. Yes.
2: What about you, Chris? I have been on a film set this week. I, um, as you all know, I'm a bit of a fan of the Muppets and I got to finally see them in action. Um, I went to Pinewood Studios for the shoot of the sequel, uh, The Muppets, dot, 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 again.
1: And so many people get the number of dots wrong. Oh, yeah, for, it's, for it's just it. three it's, it's just, just three, three. Yeah. Mm. it's all it is I don't think people know that it's an actual thing though that's why no, I think really. they just think put some dots they don't know it's an actual punctuation yeah. mark so yeah
2: I got to see them in action and <laughs> really um, say, so. I got a tour of the workshop and I interviewed Kermit and Piggy and the human star Ricky Gervais
1: Ooh, and how was Ricky Gervais? Uh,
2: Gervais he is as happy as I've ever seen him right. he seemed to be having the time of his life working on the Muppets film
1: well it's like The happiest I've ever seen him is when he did that thing for Sesame Street where he's doing outtakes and he's riffing off Elmo. Yeah. Like, he is genuinely exuberant doing that.
2: Yeah. He said that that was the greatest moment of his career up until this point, was doing the thing with with Elmo. And he can't really do anything with Elmo anymore because that's a bit... Elmo's, yeah. Elmo went bad. Elmo went bad, but Ricky's still good. And he was saying how much fun he had on set because... In between takes, he said, you just find yourself chatting with the Muppets, having like l- quite long conversations with them. <laughs> that's really weird. And, and that their personas... becomes
1: normal. That's
2: reality. Yeah. And he said their personas will sometimes be different off-camera than on-camera.
1: Imagine that. Yeah, Ch-
2: you know, yeah so Walter, you know, the new Muppet yeah. from the last... He said that he's, he's a bit cheekier and a bit
1: ruder off-camera than when he's on-camera. Yeah, and he smokes. And he smokes. Wow. <laughs> and, he smokes. <laughs> and he does, does shitloads of coke. You think, imagine you speak to Miss B- Biggie at like the buffet. He's like... With a sausage roll or something, just feeling a little bit bad. You're like, this is ridiculous, you were just a puppet. <laughs> but they were saying it's funny when you're travelling with Miss Piggy, like, you know, all the,
2: the puppeteers and the people behind the film, you know, you will bring your t- one or two pieces of hand luggage. Miss Piggy's like a diva. She has, like, three or four trunks full of all her different clothes. Right. Like, like some famous <laughs> movie star would. She is. <laughs> she is. She so is. how
0: did you find it interviewing them? Was it um, weird?
2: Yes, it is weird. I, I did it once before in L.A., uh, in a junket situation and this was on set and yeah it's it's weird but you walk in you meet the puppeteer say hello to him and then once his hand goes up there <laughs> you're you <Where>? <laughs> yeah he's wow. controlling me he's that's controlling gonna be me. an interesting interview <laughs> um your line kind of moves up to the muppet <laughs> and then you literally start interacting with the muppet and you don't notice that person anymore that person doesn't seem to exist. In my head, this is still all very rude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're brilliant, these puppeteers, because they're not only doing all the actions, but they're coming up with really witty reposts that aren't pre-planned. They don't know what questions you're going to ask. So, so they, they're comedians as well as yeah, puppeteers right. or Muppeteers. But yeah, the film looks great. It's going to be a, like an old fashioned Muppet movie, like one of the old caper movies from the mm. 80s. Is and just but,
1: set in London, or did they go around Europe and the world? They
2: go around Europe. I right. don't know if I can say that, but yeah, it's going to be a bit of like a, a tour of Europe okay. in it. Right. And um, there's going to be some really, really good cameos. Tina Fey's the female lead. Um, Ty Burrell, I think. From Modern Family. From Modern Family. He's really funny in that really show. Really funny, yeah.
1: And that show is, I don't know if it's the, the movie's going to draw on that any, uh, at all, but that show's quite Office-esque. Yeah. And it's kind of looks the camera. Obviously, they're both in the movie together.
2: Yeah, but Gervais hasn't written this.
1: Yeah. So I think that's a good thing. So yeah. he's
2: not playing bloody David Brent for the fifth time. Yeah. So we'll see. And yeah, the cameos are going to be really good in this one. I just told you guys a couple that I'm not allowed to say. Sounds really good. They sound funny, don't they?
1: Definitely. So yeah, that should be out
2: early next year.
1: So who is your
2: favourite Muppet of all time then? My favourite Muppet is the Great Gonzo, Ooh. followed closely by
1: Animal. We <laughs> you saying that? They should remake the great Gatsby. <laughs> the great Gonza. <laughs> I'm I'm smelling a Photoshop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> can you smell Photoshops? <laughs> Chris can. I just <laughs> did one I just is did, it did in my pants.
1: Somebody once um like rubbed creative sweet in front of his face and he's got it for life. He's creative sweets. What about you, Alex? Who is your favourite? It's gotta be Fuzzy Bear. Fozzie Bear. Wacka, wacka wacka.
2: <laughs> what about you, Rich?
0: Uh my favourite Muppet, I've got two. But I don't know their names, so uh, brilliant. brilliant. So you
2: like them that much that you don't know their names? Yeah, I love them. Who are they? <laughs> the two what? old guys, the two old guys in the balcony. Yeah.
0: Are you talking
1: about Statler and Waldorf? If that's the name yes. thing, yes, I am. Rich gonna be like that with his like wife and kids. Love them. I've never got <laughs> no. <know what> <laughs> cool. around to knowing the name, but you love them. <laughs> love her, love her. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And Creepers, uh, uh, Gonzo, but as the Muppet Baby Gonzo. Why the Muppet Baby Gonzo rather than the? I knew them about the Muppet Babies before I knew about the Muppets. Yeah, I used to watch it on Saturday morning as a kid. So that's my f- the enduring memory and the earliest memory of the Muppets was them as babies, much like myself at the time. <laughs> well, I did ask if
2: the Muppet Babies would be returning, and unfortunately, no plans. Which oh. seems a shame, but she Is said she, they I, need to reestablish the Muppets yeah. themselves
1: before they start kind of confusing their message. You know, like sometimes you t- like tweet about something and you don't think anyone would really like respond to it. Mm-hmm. I once to tweet about the Muppet Babies. People went crazy for it. People really there's a lot of affection out there for the Muppet Babies. Well, you know in the US that Tal and Steve Butts and Casey and uh, I think uh, Anthony Galagos, they've formed a band and they did a uh, a version of Muppet Babies that they uploaded onto YouTube. Wow, we Ooh, should embed that. Uh, we should embed that. <laughs> <We> should embed
2: <laughs> that. Now. Um and I actually I actually have a favorite Muppet Babies episode.
1: Oh my god.
2: Raiders of the Lost Muppet which we had a not good, good about that? Which we had a good chat about because apparently because there's um, a scene from Indiana Jones in it, a, a live action scene that they took from Temple of Doom, and because of all rights issues that that um, episode got buried. But now they're all part of the same company, people can watch that episode again now. Ah. Yeah. And I said, could they not do a Star Wars Pigs in Space crossover? They could. They could she, said no. do that. she
1: said no. She said no. don't be so ridiculous, you map <laughs> Anyway, onto the news. And this week, some new Grand Theft Auto 5 screenshots came out, featuring lightning, See the old diving. gladiator. She really let herself go. <laughs> 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 Just in hot pants. Uh, scuba diving, skyscrapers, skydiving, miniguns, trees, helicopters, spotlights, windmills, and motorbikes. You know the phrase like a, p- a picture like paints a thousand words. Yes you just, just the one. you just you <laughs> that, just proved that scuba diving <laughs> anyway Daniel have you looked at these screenshots yes what do you think if the actual game yeah. fulfills their promise that's quite a big game that they've made with lots of things in it a, uh, because if you can see the scuba well. diving image is really interesting because it looks like they've created a whole um, coral reef that you can explore yeah so, obviously, I went over to New York last year and they were talking, ab- they were hinting at what was available above and beyond the water line. But that looks amazing. The scuba diving, like the lighting effects. It's like a separate game. It's just like, oh, my gosh, that's incredible.
0: That is insane. So, th- I mean, obviously, we've been playing on land. If we can play underwater now and in the sky. Yeah, like if you could two- shoot
1: harpoon guns underwater as well. Yeah. And then the other screenshot is, um, well, it's Santa Monica Pier, but I don't know what it's called in the game, Santa Maria Maria Pier or something. Um, But that's, like, with lightning and, like, really rough seas, which, again, if that's got a fully functioning weather system rather than just, like, you know, rain that falls, man, that is going to blow my conker. Whoa. Do you keep it in vinegar overnight just to, to make it harder? Just, just the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever used to do that as a kid? Yeah. Uh, to strengthen your conkers? <laughs> like, I'm not sure our international listeners will know what the fuck <laughs> yeah. we're talking about. Also, I just can't, I can't think about you strengthening your conkers and then whacking <laughs> whack them against your mates. Just see if which you one yeah, yeah, if you break west. them, you win. Yeah. Do you never play that? We, used to keep we didn't up. have television up north. Hmm. But used to keep conkers under uh, in the dark. I don't know why <laughs> I do every day but under the bed in the dark. Oh, you no, know, the yeah. in the kingdom oh. vinegar.
0: No, What's yeah, the maybe
1: what do you call that closet in your house where it's like the boiler is? What the airing cover, airing cover you put them in there, that strengthens them. Yeah, it's a very yeah. rudimentary form of Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, anyway. when they
0: hit back as well and hit your face, god, that hurt. <laughs> Well, that's it, yeah. What, like, the no, We're talking about conkers, yeah. Rich. <laughs> but, like, yeah,
1: if you whacked it and, and the string went around your hand to the point where it wrapped cr- 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 around your knuckles. Ooh. Ooh, you could die. That, there is a poker cha- uh, poker <laughs> uh, a championship uh, in my local village.
2: You should enter. We could do a video. That's where you move, should do.
1: <laughs> but surely if you, uh, if you put your con- conkers in vinegar,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just say
1: conker. <laughs> uh, that's cheating. That's like taking steroids, no, right? No, it's not. it's just. I put my conkers in vinegar every night. Yeah, yeah. you should really... feel
2: them.
1: Are they really hard? no! Stick. It's, gone, it's gone the other way. It's gone pickled. It's <laughs> <laughs> little, yeah, shriveled coins. <laughs> anyway, uh, so GTR, your you're yeah. up next.
0: Oh yeah, so we got uh, Xbox Seven Twenty requiring installs for games. So what story? What's that story all about? <laughs> well, <laughs> so say so what you see. So uh, imagine buying a game. Yep. Uh, you have to install it yep. on your Xbox for it to work.
1: Right. Yep. So basically what happened is is that it has <laughs> no. That's not been it's not been verified, but the the XDK, the what the Xbox does that stand for? Um Xbox Development Kit. Oh. Wow. Um SDK stands for Software Development Kit. Um oh. so they have just changed it to Xbox. Can't um deal. B- if it's true, like the start of menu, it kind of implies that when you get a new game, it won't mm. run off that disc. You have to install it to the hard drive. So why buy them on discs in the first place? I guess it's because not everyone has is great it? internet connection. Not everyone has internet connection. Okay. But, so, wh- what is the reason for that? Is it just because the hard drive access will be faster, so therefore the gaming experience will well, be smoother? It also says it will have a Blu-ray drive. So that might not be such an issue with ripping like taking the data off it. But that's yeah, except but if you've got like maybe blip, so it just runs smoother. I don't know. But if you've got Blu-ray discs of games that are taking up, I don't know, fifty gigabytes. That pop, hard drive would have to be massive. It would have to be huge. And like every time you wanted to play a game, you'd either like have to reinstall it if you've to keep moving it around according to the documentation on the xdk it says every durango console will have a hard drive although its exact capacity has not been chosen it will be large enough however to hold a large number of games all games will be installed on the hard drive play from the optical disc will not be supported so bioshock for example bioshock on pc i believe is around 35 gigs yep. to install Yep. that is you're gonna have to have freaking huge hard drive yeah, and we just got a brand new PC in the office, and I installed Crisis Three on it, and it was chugging a bit. Yeah, Stuart thinks that's because I installed it on the traditional hard drive, and not the, not, the not not the solid state. Yeah. But I doubt next generation consoles will have solid state. And like, if they do, it'll be tiny. less space. Otherwise, it'll be prohibitively expensive.
0: Massively, yeah.
1: So I don't really like take that with a pinch of salt for now, but yeah.
0: Hmm. And I mean, is that saying that's all future 720 games, or is that going to be all games now? I don't, well, It won't be on Xbox.
1: You know what? It's probably bullshit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Until, I don't know it's, it's leaked information. So they made their move. Yeah. Who knows?
1: We don't know. Creeper. S- yeah, is. over GDC and around surrounding GDC and PAX, there's been a lot of announcements for PlayStation Vita. For a long time, we thought it was a lost platform. Then Sony announced that you be able to do some interesting things with PlayStation 4 on your Vita. Now, the next stage of that is they've not announced new games for it, but what they have announced is that a lot of indie games that are currently out there and going forward will be playable on your Vita. Like what? Like um, Limbo's coming to your Vita. um, Is that a system seller. No, but I guess it's a statement of intent that they're going to do this going forward. And so they're retroactively making some of the best indie titles of this generation now available. Tell you what, if they put Walking Trials Dead, on it, I'd have a bit of Trials. The Walking Dead's coming to it. Nice. That's on every platform. But um. So, but I, then I, I was immediately thinking, will Journey come to it? Mm. Which has See some new games. Yeah, but I think it's quite cool because there's a lot of these or at least Spelunkies l- coming to it. But there's a lot of these indie titles that... I've never played Spelunky, but a lot of w- will be really bit. good for commuting, which is obviously, yeah. w- those kind of games really suit portable play, because like, you can do them in two hours, Imagine which will had... be a charge yeah, yeah, on yeah. the platform. If you had online multiplayer for Trials, that would be badass. Yeah, totally. I think it's a really positive move for the Vita. It's getting more games. Yes, there are already existing ones, but... Many publishers probably will see the financial risk of porting an existing proven game right. as quite attractive. Like yep. we can put it on there, be really cheap, cheap to do, rather than like producing an entire game that might not sell. Yep. So I think that's a really good thing for the Vita. Yep. And I think that's exciting. Last piece of news over to Iron Man, Chris Tilly.
2: Yeah, me and uh, Daniel went and saw some footage from Iron Man three this week. Um, it's out very soon, isn't it? Yeah. April
1: 26th, I think, in yeah. the UK. We were pretty impressed, I think it's fair to say, weren't we, Dan? I think it looked really quite interesting. Mm. Um, we can talk about it. It's not, it's not overly spoilerific. This is stuff is shown in the trailers. I won't mm. go into the spoiler stuff. But partway through the film, I, I assume it's partway through the film, Tony Stark crash lands in the middle of nowhere and the suit is broken. And he's dragging it along, and it turns into this kind of quite sweet buddy d- comedy drama where the Iron Man suit, which is his power effects, one of his powers is an extension of his intellect, is kind of this hollowed out husk that's rusted and battered. Yeah. But it's like his friend that he's pulling along, and he's trying to help him. And he's like, just call me Tony the mechanic, to this kid that he meets. It's kind of interesting, because obviously the third one in the series, and in the trailer, it looks like it's going to go bigger and better, better and brasher at the end, with all these different Iron Men coming to town. But it looks like part of the movie will be more kind of downbeat and somber, mm, and just yeah, examining his relationship with
2: the suit. But also, there's a fucking kick-ass action sequence.
1: It was a pretty wasn't it? We watched an
2: extended action sequence, which is in all the trailers. It's a it's an attack on on Tony Stark's compound, mm. but it was. It was spectacular, wasn't it? And he uses the suit in some
1: really interesting ways. Yeah,
2: really interesting ways that you've not seen
1: before, I thought. Because they've said this, that the story is loosely based on Extremis, which is kind of a soft reboot for the Iron Man series. And it allows Tony Stark to be telepathically connected to the suit. Right. Kind of. He can kind Mm. of summon the armour to him. Yeah. So that makes for some really interesting action um, sequences where... He can command command it independently of his body. Which is what saying? There
2: you go. It's got me excited for the film, and I wasn't
1: totally yeah, stoked I, for it. I, I'm, I, I'm up for it now. I enjoyed the first two, the first one very much because I had low expectations of it. You know, it wasn't a new Spider Man. It was kind of one of the lesser characters, mm-hmm. less yeah. well known characters, and it was just a good time. I think he works really well in the ensemble of the Avengers because he can be a wise ass in a, in kind of in part, where it's, if he's it's a wise-ass old movie, it can become a bit grating. Mm. But I'm looking forward to it. That's lucky when you say wise-ass. 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 So this week, GDC is taking place in San Francisco, and a bunch of pretty good trailers have just Trails. come out of it. Trailers, yes. So uh, Battlefield 4 was revealed for the first time. Obviously, that's been spoken about for a while, but they actually showed it running on... Well, I think it was on high-level PC. I, all but this stuff is on high-level PC yeah. at the moment. Um, well, and it's, PC. it's got yeah. some pretty nice really special it's effects it's got a there, lot so. of graphics hasn't it That's nice graphics so I saw it I you, the other morning I watched it did you watch the whole 17 minute gameplay demo thing I kind of I scrubbed through some of it okay um, I watched pretty much most of it Yeah. when I started watching it I wa- was watching on my iPhone and it was quite dark and I thought oh there's a little kind of intro sequence here that's been filmed and then yep. I, whacked up, I whacked up the brightness I was like I could tell it was game but it's yep. still bloody impressive. Yeah. When they're in the car and you see all the beads of water. Yeah, oh, like, tricking when down yeah, the yeah, yeah. And when stuff. they're underwater the it's really impressive. Yeah. The lighting in that's really fucking good. Yeah, and, and so like did you watch it like later on as they are kind of uh I think they're sort of raiding a compound or something like that. Yeah. And then like the effects are incredible. Like the, the amount of detail that's happening. And the game it's the same, better. Like yeah. a better-looking version of the game, and also I was quite disappointed that you know I re- one of my favorite things about Battlefield, and this probably doesn't say a lot about the game, which I thought was okay and I enjoyed it, was the Battlefield noise, you know the, yeah, it's been replaced by Bonnie Tyler. I quite like that. <laughs> it's one of those things where you make a very strong, brave song choice in the whole, yeah. that the the juxtaposition yeah. is quite cool. I did like it because it started appearing yeah. later on. I do, I do quite like that song as well. Yeah. What, is it Holding Out for a Hero?
2: No, no it's... It's... Total Eclipse of the Heart. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah it's, it's your one. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's holding the favourite. It's out a, a very hero good song. makes yeah.
1: more thematic sense than turn around. <laughs> Every you, you, now and then. You now. sang that at um, karaoke. <laughs> yeah. Alan Brian. I've got it on uh, on my phone somewhere. You haven't. No, you deleted it now by now. No, I've still got it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the thing that I found really bizarre about is that, yes, in terms of visual fidelity, it's all out. But there's a he gets in a jeep and drives along, and then the jeep hits this tiny little wooden post and stops as if it's hit a brick wall. That's like <laughs> <laughs> oh. that still happens then, right? Um, and that felt a bit weird. And it, as you say, it did ultimately. The gameplay f- looked exactly the same as any other battlefield. Yeah, I just so. it looks very similar to the Battle Three Battlefield, battlefield Three, 3. Yep. trailer that we saw yep. a couple of years ago at E3, but everyone was like. F- because that, that was running on high-end PC, yeah, so and the advancement was didn't feel like. Yeah, the that, tone that. of it, like the color, it, mm. the coloring of it, the grading of it, yeah, visually very similar. Yeah, but I so guess that's Battlefield. That's maybe its look now, and Bad Company. If they bring that out, it's gonna have another feel. Yeah.
0: If it's run on high-end PC, is that meant to be replicating the PS4? Well, I th- yeah. yeah,
1: I think it's indicative of what it will be like. Mm. Yeah. And then, did you also see? I don't know if you saw it on my screen earlier, but the Activision R and D thing of like yeah. the, the real time facial stuff. That looks That's pretty weird.
0: Ew, uh, see, I came over to your desk. <laughs> that was a funny noise. Ew. Ew, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was my reaction. <laughs> um, but like a bald man looking that. at you blinking.
1: It was just like it's really oh, this odd. Is really freaky.
0: I don't know how they do it. It just it's getting so photorealistic now.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that games characters won't look like that because no. obviously you've got I everything think Mario else will moving. Look like that.
0: That'd be free. Oh,
1: yeah. I don't really want to go on adventures with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, in terms of the actual realism, it's like, God, that is insane. But how do you animate that kind of stuff? Like all of the different facial yeah, expressions. Uh, I've thought about this for a while. If you're going to make a full-on game with those kind of production values, sure, that's going to necessitate, unless you make incredible tools, that's going to necessitate a lot more artists, yeah. time, yeah. money. And recently we've heard that um, Square have been disappointed by three million sales for Tomb Raider. They wanted five. How many copies are these next gen right. games going to have to sell to recoup some of this money? Yeah. So I, I, you know, you might not see the next generation consoles quite frequently pushed to the very limits because it's just too no. scary of financial investment. Well, you're right. It might just be the kind of Call of Duties and Battlefields of this world that have the kind of guaranteed success. To implement that stuff. And the year round kind of monetization yeah, 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 of that product. Because yeah. that's the thing, you know, Tomb Raider could have quite easily gone anyway. It could have easily sold just a million. You just don't know. Yeah. And um, three million is pretty good. I It's only been out a few weeks. Yeah. Mm. Uh, obviously, the other trailer they showed off was Metal Gear 5 Phantom Pain. So we kind of know what this is. I still think there's quite a lot of confusion about it. I have no it. idea what the heck was going on in that.
0: So th- this has been teased for a while, hasn't it? But under a different. Pseudonym. Oh, yeah, i don't
1: oh, know. No, 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 no. Well, let's just clarify the situation somewhat. Uh, several months ago, we saw a new game debuted by Kojima Productions called debuted. Me- debuted. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, debuted. Uh, well, I know. Okay, I'll pronounce it debuted Debuted. Called Metal Gear Ground Zeroes, and then they said this is different from the next Metal Gear Solid game. It's a different thing. It's, a, it's its own entity. Then this other game came out called Phantom Pain by Moby Dick Productions. And there's a lot of kind of cat and mouse, smoke and mirror, all that sort of stuff like viral marketing tactics. And um, we knew for a long time that was being made by Kojima Productions because the CEO of Moby Dick Productions was called Wakim, but spelt in a way that it was an anagram of Kojima. Right. So what we found out now... Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain are actually the same game. They are Metal Gear Solid Five. Ground Zeroes is the prologue to Phantom Pain. So, I think it... So, apparently Kojima said, yeah, so Ground Zeroes is likely to be a separate release um, arriving before the main title. So, I think... I can't remember who drew the parallel, but it might well be like Gran Turismo Five prologue. Tom said that, yeah. Yeah. But they're both... It says PS3 and Xbox 360 at the moment. That's all they've said. Yeah. And and also, yeah, because we looked at the trailer. It doesn't really feel like it's doing anything that's that far out there. I'm wondering... It looks if good. I remember us all being massively impressed when we saw Ground Zeroes, though. Yeah. Maybe we've just, like, our eyes have changed and we think, well, maybe it can get more out I've of it. I've changed ones. my eyes, yeah. Yeah, i changed mine. I upgraded them. Well, yeah. Some minority the, report. I got two yeah. for one. Um... How would they release Ground Zeroes? I suppose it depends on the size. It's not going to be a. I, I doubt it's going to be a, a equivalent in size of a game to Phantom Pain. So no. that Does that mean you'll be able? Maybe it's a DLC thing. But also, does that mean that if if you're going to play Phantom Pain, do you have to play um, Ground Zeroes? Does it? You know, who knows. Um, I don't, know. so in what? Ground Zeroes, the, the character has both his limbs, so it, it seems like he's going to undergo some kind of very traumatic accident. Yeah. Because in Phantom Pain, he goes into a coma, wakes up nine years later, yeah. and he doesn't have a an arm, he has a prosthesis. Yeah. It's sort of, I don't know, even the, the bits that they showed of the gameplay where uh, he's riding on a horse, on the horseback yeah, at one weird, point. I it? thought it looked really I looked a bit little bit shocky I thought, yeah. Um, and when he's crawling on the ground uh, in the hospital again, I thought that looked a bit ropey. But the actual, the I guess it's the cutscene stuff of Snake's old face looked pretty decent. Don't know. Still a lot to be kind of decided on that. So yeah, I guess, out of the two, if you're going to pick one, what would you go for? Battlefield or Metal Gear? Would you? It was more. It looks more intriguing. It would be a more interesting project, game. Yeah, yeah. but uh, and I like the idea of it having a prologue. Yeah. Even though I bet some people would see that as quite pretentious. Yeah. I quite like that idea. Uh, another big trailer out this week was Wolverine. So uh, Wolverine's back. Yeah, the two trailers actually,
2: a, a, a domestic and an international trailer. They're pretty similar though. The international was awesome, a bit longer. Yeah. Why
1: do they do that? don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> so, The Wolverine. It's really weird that movie's out so soon and this is the first time we've seen it. Mm. I know they've been shooting right up to the wire, but still. Well, it's, a, it's been a troubled production with directors walking yes. in the past. That's basically what I was getting at. <laughs> uh,
2: James Mangold's the Helmer, isn't he? Who's done... Some good, serious drama. I but...
1: find a helmet is a really funny word. Yeah, it sounds like helmet. <laughs> 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 She's, She's the, the helmet. She's a helmet. It. I, I use... a fucking helmet. <laughs> I agree. I agree,
2: but I use it all the time because you need to find an alternate word for director. No, I know that. <laughs> oh, it's hard. He's the captain. Uh, but you're more of the expert in this field because I think you've read the comics, haven't you, that this yeah. is based on. Damn.
1: So the first Wolverine movie isn't great. It's actually, I think, a bit better if you go in one expecting something quite light-hearted and seeing loads of cameos from other characters. I hated it. Good. (laughs) for the record. You had different expectations. Um, So initially they were like, we're going to save this character, going to make it a very serious movie. Darren Aronofsky was attached for some time. They were going to visit one of the most famous um, story arcs in Wolverine's back catalogue where he goes to Japan and he learns the way of the samurai and all that sort of stuff. And it was going to be a way to save this character, do something a bit more serious. But from the trailer, I just think it looks just like a continuation of the first Wolverine stand- standalone movie. Mm. I just the tone, tonally, it seems too. It's visually it doesn't look distinctive to me. No, I think going to Japan, setting it in East Asia could give you the opportunity to do something really interesting with the visuals. Mm-hmm. The, po- the first poster where it was like Japanese calligraphy intimated that. And it just looks just generic. It I does. If you I look at like Kill really Bill, generic, generic. like Kill Bill, for instance, when she fights in Japan, mm. yeah, really stylish, really beautiful. It looks yeah. like Japan, whereas yeah, I it guess. Be, but this just could be anywhere, and that's the thing. It probably you know they have shot in Japan, but it could be anywhere.
2: And it's got, I guess, that Superman Two vibe going on, where it's the superhero losing his powers, yeah,
1: or yeah. mm. making him vulnerable. But
2: I guess all the stories have to do that at some point or other. But especially with it... these
1: very very super powered characters. Mm. Um, is it, I think ultimately, we'll, you know, it could be good. I don't know. I think we might. It's more likely we will look at look at it as a missed opportunity.
2: Well, it's a director who's great at drama, and it does look like there's some serious stuff going on. So if if it succeeds, it will be because the the story really sweeps you away, and you really kind of care about what's happening to him. Yeah. But I worry about that because it didn't happen in the last one. Yep. Yeah. So we will see. But slightly
1: disappointing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, listeners, you should let us know what you think about those trailers. IGN UK feedback at IGN.com or Twitter and Facebook slash IGN UK. Uh, we got some listener feedback. Well, I've got a couple of pieces yeah. here that Be- are laughing at me. Thanks before. very much. Before we go on to that, I just okay. want to say we get a lot of feedback and we don't always get time to go through it all, but I'm stockpiling it and we'll get around to everything. Also, because we talked about Tomb Raider last week, we got lots of really good detailed feedback on what you thought about Tomb Raider. Now, I think we'll talk about that next week when Kez will be on it. She reviewed the game, so it'd be quite good to get her to respond to some of your feedback. Yep. sounds good. Uh, email here from Andrew Cameron uh, talking about, well, did you guys watch Utopia? Chris, you were watching it, weren't you? Yeah, I watched Utopia. What did you think? I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Really but good. I would have absolutely watched it if Four OD had the same func- functionality as iPlayer. <sighs> oh, God, it's terrible, isn't it? It is. Yeah it's abysmal oh.
2: yeah. I was a bit late to the party I, I had to watch the first episode in 4OD yeah but um yeah it's very very good very dark very stylish right very well acted um can't wait for a second series
1: you know what that I think that would make Xbox 720 win for me if they came out and just led with we fixed 4OD. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> buying that console.
0: No, it does work really well on the iPad. That's the only platform that does works it? well. Right. On. Yeah. Need to get but again, the fact can't... you
1: can't download is just. Yeah, well, that's Ooh. coming this year,
0: supposedly. Well, um, it's not here now, is it? No, and you can't AirPlay yet with 4OD. Right. So, still a bit rubbish. There you go.
1: Uh, he <laughs> also says, "Good job uh, in the last episode, five stars, especially for the goofs at the end. Very funny." That was me doing my VO work for uh, God of War. was well, uh, funny. And we might have, might have some more of that for today,
2: if it, if it recorded. What, earlier? Yeah. I don't think it Did, don't did think we did lose it. that?
1: But no. don't you're you're goose and gaffs earlier. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. sorry. Sorry, listeners. Uh, and then a uh, similar topic. Uh, this is from Daryl Sharp, who says, I should say that the outtakes at the end of the podcast were hilarious and should be a semi-regular feature. We were, Thankfully, I don't do that many VOs. <laughs> <laughs> we were all listening to them in the office. I thought it was really funny, and then we thought... Yeah, we might just check this by Alex first. <laughs> there was a huge debate in the office. Literally the whole office got involved last week.
2: as to whether or not we should put it up and whether we should ask you. Right. A lot of people were saying put it up and I was saying no, ask I was, Alex.
1: I would say put it up in a bit. <laughs> the, whole, the whole office got involved. But you do know that I'm, I'm pretty good about that kind of stuff. I don't mind. <laughs> <It's not laughs> what? What? Give me an example. <laughs> if someone takes the piss, you immediately get you know, annoyed. Some, I don't mind. That's, not, that's, that's well, me laughing at myself. You're I a good sport it. and it was very funny. It was very, very fun. Uh, he also asks: uh, Is there any chance of any of you lot um, cameoing on a Beyond podcast anytime soon? No. 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 Well, quite- d- they're quite a long way away from us. We can Skype yeah. in. Skype? No. Ultimately, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, next bit <laughs> of feedback is from Joseph Kramer. He says, Sony have claimed over 100 games will be released for Vita this year. Do you think that people would buy it? I think a price cut and a wacky viral marketing campaign would fix everything. Of course, I'm only being half serious. A price cut would be a terrible idea. Um, we kind of talked about this earlier. I think they're going to get a lot of games. I think a lot of those games will be those indie titles, but I think that could be really, um, really help out moving, shifting some Vita units. But the reason I include this feedback was P.S. any chance of bringing back Haiku Corner?
0: No, I don't no, know what that it,
2: is, like corner. That,
1: that was even before my time. Yeah, yeah why is I have haiku no idea what that was. It was a Matt Wales thing, wasn't it? it? Well, it's just... Why is it? Well, people would write in haikus and yeah, we'd was, read them out. Yeah, well, if people want to write yeah. write in haikus, I'm not going to stop you. I just don't like haikus. Why, do you, why do you hate haikus? Uh, because...
2: What would you rather we say do? Say it in a haiku. Why I'd rather a poem. I'd just like a poem. Let people be a bit more... A
1: sestina... Or a sonnet. Cycle.
0: I don't like rules. Right. I'm a
2: maverick.
1: You like free verse? <laughs> yeah. I like limericks. Oh, now yeah. that would be good. <laughs> you just said, I'm a maverick. Oh, or oh, a good limerick. <laughs> <laughs> you <got me> now. <laughs> one of the two.
2: <laughs> um, I used to just hate having to really concentrate whenever I read one to, to make sure, because we had to make sure they were a haiku yeah. before we read them out. And it used to annoy me every time I'd have to try and remember what the rules were. It's what we're writing it, with, it's 575, isn't it? I can't remember. I believe. I don't know but yeah write whatever you want okay good uh, I've got an email from Kerr Henderson who says it would be really awesome if you let your listeners of Scotland know that Street Pass Edinburgh is having a launch party for Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate on the 7th of April we have t-shirts and we're having contests so yeah Scottish listeners uh,
1: get get involved there's a poster attached I'll see, I'll see if we can put it out on our Twitter feed cool
0: Kez would love to get involved with that imagine that in Scotland playing It's two counter. of our favourite
1: things yeah. It's hunting lot nest.
0: <laughs> Sounds pretty good. So, I got a piece of feedback from Daniel Kearns. He says that he loves the podcast, and Aww. us sexy bunch get him excited every Friday for it. So <laughs> if only... That's nice. Also, we shouldn't do video podcasts. <laughs> little winky face there as well, which is uh, always appreciated. He asks, what next generation console showing you a little winky do you face? plan? Sorry. No, he's got a little winky face in it. Oh. <laughs> winky. It is is in the emoticon no, not it's like a really childish,
1: polite way of saying dickhead. Oh look at his little winky face. <laughs> <laughs> winky is a brilliant word. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: Right. Uh, what next generation console do you plan on getting when it comes out? Xbox or PS4? We don't. I can't
1: answer that yet. But no. we Need will more revisit it. We will revisit it. Yeah. Question. We don't. We know nothing about X, the next Xbox.
0: No. Apart from. Although
1: you, I will say right now, I have seen nothing that makes me want to go out and buy it on day one. What? So you think, PS4. But, or if if the they Xbox? mention that 4 d well, uh, app. Well, I haven't seen anything on Xbox, so not Xbox. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen nothing on Xbox, but so I'm not going to go and buy it. If,
0: <laughs> well, but if the rumors were true about 720.
1: Well, which rumours? That you have to download games and sort <laughs> yeah. them I've oh, oh, yeah. well, ages down. to do that. Oh, I love my downloading. And at the minute, it's all about slightly better graphics and I like graphics Yeah. but not enough to spend 400 no. quid on a console.
2: I'd like to throw that back at him. Uh, not the next <laughs> generation but the generation after which one was, is he going to yeah.
1: buy?
0: Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Daniel, if you're uh, <laughs> listening then, then give us a Chris is calling you out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Uh, I've got an email from David Trevino who says, why didn't you tell me you'd be in Austin?
0: <laughs> is that... Is that well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, there is more to so it than that. He says, anyway,
1: let me know next time so I can at least come by and say howdy. Oh, that sounds nice. Uh, uh,
2: I know not make a secret of it. I go twice a year and we talk about it every time.
1: Yeah, but why don't you tell him? Tell him, Craig. Sorry, Mr. Jesus Trevino. Christ. Uh, uh, he also says he's very disappointed in the Wii U. Hmm. Me too um, Yeah, we've had a bit of a nightmare with oh, Wii U Yeah, we have Like, We tried to get four Wii U's online to play Monster Hunter for some content that we're doing Oh my god, it is literally the worst console I've ever used
0: <laughs> You can't wire in an internet connection You can't do it, you have to use Wi-Fi
1: Well, you can use, there are ethernet adapters available But
0: it's not built in
1: It's not, it is ridiculous But the the, so, the other problem is I was trying to download a copy of the game. It's six gig. Literally about four times I tried it. It either came up with an error or the fucking eShop went down or uh, the system powered down after an hour. It was like, oh, I don't know how fast it thinks your internet is, but there's no way it's going to download. You can turn it off. I know, but the fact that that's the default is, like, if you're downloading something, it shouldn't just go, all right, I'm going to turn myself off now. And off it goes. <laughs> That's how the Wii U speaks. Uh, if it's spoke it like that, I'd like love that. it more, though. If it had voice, I'm, I'm playing it. a game! Just, it does feel like this doddering
0: old fart that doesn't really know what it's doing in terms of connectivity. Oh, I'm losing my charge. The thing that really annoys me about the Wii U is the time between screens. Oh, my God, yeah It'd the loading so long. between menus. If
1: you, if you got used to an iPad and just hopping in and out of apps, then... Just get ready to wait for eternity.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there is going to be an update in April coming out for that.
1: Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, mm. Another email, similar topic from Sean Khan. Uh, got the system at launch. Uh, had good fun playing with friends, playing Nintendo Land. Uh, Zombie U was frustrating, but rewarding. Trying to was great. And I'm waiting for Need for Speed in Lego City to arrive in the mail. What did you give Need for Speed, Daniel? I'm um, saying nine. That's good. It's still the same core game. Yep. But if you like what... An aspect of the game is just doing whatever you want whenever you want it's like a big sandbox game the Wii U gives you more kind of godlike tools so you can turn the traffic off you can make it any time of day so if you want to like really embrace the kind of open world sandbox vibe to the game yeah it's probably the ultimate version of that right but it's you know it's just come out looks the same I think it looks very similar it's really interesting on my review some people some Block even contacting me on Twitter having a go at me saying, You're just lying about the game. Does not it does not look good on way. But they've used the Christine said they've used the high res textures from PC on it. Right. I can't tell a difference. You know, I think it looks I did a side by side comparison with PS3. Some bits maybe look better, some bits don't. But there's people on the comments of review who will swear that it looks better, there's people who will swear that it looks worse. Right. So you know what that kind of implies. But well, just people it's, that just swear. Well, oh, that's just me. That's yeah. me responding. <laughs> yeah. Getting a bit leery. Uh, he also says, no doubt the system is doing abysmally bad at retail. And the third-party situation isn't great, but I bought the system full well expecting uh, it to be the thing I play Nintendo games on, unsurprisingly, uh, and occasionally call third-party experiments. I think that's how um, I view it. Yeah, yeah. but that's just want Nintendo to actually make some games for it, right? Yep. Uh, if this were my only console, I could totally understand being pissed. But since I have other platforms, I can still be in the front row for the Wii U's best stuff when it eventually comes out. I just question whether, why would you spend 300 quid on a console when you can go and play most of the other games elsewhere? It's all about first-party stuff. It's the value and There is Nintendo stuff. But where? 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 We'll, we'll see at E3, Alex. We will see at E3. Uh, I think, is that the last piece of listener feedback? That's it it for listener feedback this week. So uh, before we disappear, let's have a quick look over the uh, films and games coming out this week. First up, films.
2: Yeah, well we've got the new G.I. Joe movie, G.I. Joe Retaliation, which our uh, film critic in the States seemed to like, Eric Goldman. Yep. Um, I've not heard brilliant things from (laughs) colleagues over here.
1: I also think a factor in that is nobody cares about G.I. Joe in this country no we don't cause I, we I was on a thread the other day up, um, with the entertainment guys about doing a list of the G.I. Joe characters I don't know I, like, I never grew up with no. them I don't know them I have no affection for them
2: sure but I, I don't know I was talking to a couple of people last night who liked the first film and thought this film was yeah. abysmal and the 1st one film's got quite a bad reputation. Yeah. I'm one yeah, of the I few critics that
0: gave it a good review. <laughs> really? I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really it. enjoy the first G.I. Joe. they will give this one a miss, to be honest.
2: Yeah, So, uh, but I'm, I'm yet to see it. I don't think I got invited to the screening, which I thought was a bit
1: strange. But like, uh, would you go and see an Action Man film? No, no, no. What I was saying, not No, because, no but, but would you? But it depends sounds like what, a dodgy film. depends yeah. how good the film looked really but I'm just saying because you grew up with those characters it might just add a bit more to it Yeah, just a bit more.
2: Uh, Finally my 3D's out, I guess you know what you're getting with that and Trance which you've seen Daniel?
1: Trance is really good, at first I I found it quite a difficult watch Um, it's kind of uneven but in the days following scene I kind of thought about it more and more Mm. it's kind of a trippy version of Inception not as spectacular not as maybe action orientated but kind of really smart kind of interesting funny McAvoy's incredibly incredibly charismatic in it it's a really interesting little movie
2: mm.
0: more trippy than Inception
1: Tri- I mean trippy almost kind of like a bit more kind of druggy, intense and psychedelic yeah okay. that sort of stuff
0: I'm intrigued
1: it's less clinical I'm entranced oh
0: nice
1: hey. and what about the games coming out uh, Bioshock Infinite, after God knows how long. Well, that's actually out. That Little came out, out on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to be talking a lot more about that next week, uh, so. once we've had a time or all all had a chance to seriously play it. Uh, also out, Luigi's Mansion 2. 9.3 on IGN. Very good game by all accounts. Cool. Um, and something decent for your 3DS. And then, lastly, Army of Two Devils Cartel, which you are reviewing as we speak, Yes, Daniel. so hopefully going to get the review live before the weekend. Um, I won't say much about it so you can read the review and watch the video review but I want my strap line to be and I don't know if you'll let me do this Alex can we call it army of Pooh? wow it's amazing I was up <laughs> only if you can have a play on words with Devil devil's cartel okay I'll have a think devil's about that devil's fart
2: all <laughs> you've got to be careful with those kind of things though I've, you've, I've told you my John Sim, John Sim story, haven't I? <laughs> what was it? Again? Yeah, the subhead we did under review of a John Sim movie mm. uh, was simply Sim Shitty. <laughs> wow. And he phoned up the magazine to complain. That would have worked very right. well for Sim City. Yeah, like but it. that's
1: his name, right? <laughs> 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 it's still quite a funny pun. I, I'd be offended if it was like you took my name and made a joke out of it. But if it was the name of the film and made a joke out Do of mind
2: it, I it, demanded to speak to the guy that had written the review. Who hadn't? It was the sub editor that had written the the subhead. But oh, so you didn't even. It wasn't me. It was it was a colleague of mine. But um, right, yeah, he, the guy that wrote the review didn't actually write the subhead. Right? Oh no. Very far. Oh, was funny. That was a good day in the office.
1: I'll think of something better. I think. <laughs> yes. Uh, and that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed listening, and uh, well, if you do, then please give us a nice a nice review on iTunes. I do like a nice review on iTunes. Do yeah yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. uh, thanks for Christopher yawning throughout most of this podcast. And uh, well, we'll be back same time uh, next week. Until happy Easter! Then. Bye. Happy Easter! Bye. Bye. Happy Easter. Bye. 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 Happy Easter, bye. Happy Easter.